Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Bet On. I'm Kelly Stewart. I cannot believe it is NFL Week 7. Time sure flies when you have crappy primetime games, which every single under hits. Let's bring in Marco D'Angelo and Joe Ranieri. Guys, the NFL has actually been our more profitable show this year, and I attribute to those uh, divisional underdogs as well as some of those unders coming in for us. I'm a little nervous that we might start to see some regression here um, about a third, if not a little bit more of the way through the season. But we're going to go over to those primetime games to start us off Thursday night. New Orleans at Arizona, a real barn burner. Arizona is a one, one and a half point favorite looking at the wager talk odds screen, total 45. Marco, I'm going to let you have the floor first. Uh, maybe next year these primetime games get a little better scheduled or Maybe we're just going to keep cashing on these under tickets. Uh, Kelly, at the beginning of the season, coming into the season, this one didn't look that bad, the Saints and the Cardinals, but it has manifested into uh, a real crap show here for Thursday night. Uh, probably not as bad as what we saw last Thursday night, but if you remember, my highlight for Thursday night last week's game is I'm not going to have to watch it because I'm going to be sitting behind the net at the Vegas Golden Knights game. Well, guess what? I'm not going to have to watch this one either. <laughs> the Knights are at home. I'm going to be behind the net again. And uh, for that guy that called me out on YouTube and said, how can I call myself a professional when I don't watch the games? Have you ever heard of a DVR? <laughs> um, you can take the games and watch them later, or you can just, you know, go back and look at the box score and see what you missed. Uh, yeah, I'll take the hockey game over this game anytime. Plus, Kelly, do you really want to watch the Saints? Because I know you and I, Saints aren't one of our favorite teams this week. Them and Carolina, uh, it's a toss-up. Marco, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wasn't mm. going to bring it up on the show. Uh, Marco, Prez, me, Steve Merrill, Jay Money are uh, in a Vegas contest, and I thought it was only the Saints. So not only did I mention it on Monday that – that touchdown to Jamar Chase not only cost me a fantasy win over Johnny Detroit, it cost me my best bet. It costs me about $12,000, apparently. Oh. We had first place for one of the three-week contests. And, uh, yeah, would have been a little over seventy-five grand divided by five ways. Woof. 
Marco, woof. Uh, let's see if we can't get that first nine weeks check, maybe to lessen the blow there. Because uh, I, I was really sick after that. And Marco was so kind. He came in and said, Kelly, don't worry. The Panthers, yeah. if they would have just won, we would have still got first place. So don't blame it all on yourself and Andy Dalton and the Saints defense. Oh. And then he ate a yes, sandwich. Uh, I had to take the, uh, yes. <laughs> take the Carolina caller there. Uh, that was uh, my play. And oh Lord! All oh, right. Marco. Well, let's let's go. Misery loves company, Kelly. Uh, let's go to this one. Speaking of misery, we got the Saints in Arizona. Uh, Arizona. I mean, can it get any worse than last week? We all know about their woes of the first half and not being able to score. And, you know, there's some really good people on Twitter that, you know, put out stats on these kind of things you can follow and get good information. Uh, Joe, you know a few of those. Yep. But uh, <laughs> this is one of those spots where I think the offense might get a little healthy. The Saints have been just plain putrid as everybody's been marching in on the Saints. Last three weeks, 28 points to Minnesota, 32 to Seattle, 30 to Cincinnati last week. Yeah, Arizona's had their problems, but Kyler Murray's getting his security blanket back this week. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is back off suspension. That is going to help this offense just by him running out onto the field. And by that, I mean defenses have to line up differently now. You have to respect that they actually have a threat to throw the ball to. When he goes deep, uh, he's generally going to take double coverage with him. That's going to change the running lanes. You're going to open up a stagnant running game for both the running backs and Kyler Murray. He's going to have lanes to tuck the ball and run. And I think you're going to see some production out of this offense. It's a Thursday night game. You hear us talk about it all the time. Yeah, nobody likes to play on Thursday, especially the road team. But when that road team is playing a non-division team that they don't see twice a year, it's a little tougher to prepare for a team you're not familiar with in three days. Add that you've got a first-year head coach is going to make that process even tougher. I'm going to go ahead and go with Arizona in this one. I'll lay the small number because the market cannot possibly be any lower on Arizona than it is right now. We'll take them here on Thursday night, but I got to say it, man. They are trying hard to be on the do-not-bet list for the rest of the season. They could make it there if they don't get the job done Thursday night. Marco, they're basically on the do not bet list at home unless they're almost getting a touchdown. Uh, this is a team that I don't want to back in Arizona. They have lost eight straight at home. And in a game that looks like a coin flip, that makes it rather difficult. Jameis Winston still questionable to return. But as we've discussed before, I don't think there's much of a drop off between he and Andy Dalton. Sounds like Alave will be back in the lineup, Joe, which will be helpful for this offense. But more importantly, if this defense doesn't show up, I want no part of the Saints team. I think the Saints are a perfect teaser pick, and that is how I'm going to chicken out on Thursday night. Cal, with you 100%. The teaser is the way to go with uh, with the Saints here at one and a half or two, if you can get it still. Uh, I, this is very simple, guys. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. How many more Thursday night primetime games do we have to watch go under? 16 and 4 in the last 20 games on Thursday night football uh, to the under. Unders in night games, 13 and 6, guys. Uh, if you go back to 2019, 107, 75 and 3 to the under. You also have a team playing at home 
that has not scored a touchdown in the first quarter of any game yet. We are where? Week what? Who? Seven? Yes. In fact, let me give you an even more laughable stat. They have been outscored in the first half of their games, this being Arizona, guys, 89-29, to 41-3. They have been outscored in the first quarter. I don't care, DeAndre Hopkins, JC himself, I don't care who's coming back. They suck. The scripted plays are laughable by Cliff Kingsbury. How can you have the most scripted part of the game be the worst part of your game. That tells you a lot about this coaching staff, tells you an awful lot about this Arizona offense. Not one I am backing. So, Cal, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other way as well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Give me the first half under. Uh, give me the team total uh, in, the, uh, in the first half under. Give me every way you can under first quarter, first half team totals on the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, Joe with the mic drop, uh, and unfortunately he is not a Cliff fan. We'll see how much longer Cliff keeps that job. Ugh. Let's head over to Sunday night. Pittsburgh, seven-point underdogs in Miami, total 44-and-a-half. Joe, I'm going to go to you first. Miami uh, was a team that I did bet on this last week. It wasn't had nothing to do with really the Minnesota Vikings. It was that I didn't think Skylar Thompson was that big of a drop-off. Um, from a hurt Tua and a banged up Teddy Bridgewater. That being said, wire to wire, it looked like Minnesota was a white right side. I didn't get to catch much of that game because I was too busy focused on the Saints. That being said, Pittsburgh's off an incredible win over Tampa Bay as double-digit underdogs. Well, they didn't close double-digit underdogs, but you know how that goes. Two scores, and it didn't matter. Tom Brady is cursed. I don't know what to make of this game. I'll be mm. really honest with you. 44 and a half, almost blindly take the under, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really does, doesn't it? I mean, I kind of feel like uh, that is, you know I'm going to look that way. But now I, I'm hearing down in South Florida here, Kel, that uh, Tua is ready to go. And I think uh, Coach McDaniel came out uh, today and the word was laser-focused. Well, I hope so. He's your starting quarterback. If he's anything other than laser-focused, what the hell are we talking about here, Coach? Of course he's laser-focused. His ass has been on the sideline here for the last couple of weeks watching a carousel of guys go around and not get the job done. Three-game uh, losing streak right now for Miami. This is exactly the kind of spot where I think Miami comes out on fire here, uh, which is why the only way I could look at them here is in the first half and pray that Tua doesn't take a hit and a spotter from up in the press box calls down and says, oh no, get him off the field. Oh no, he got, no, wait a minute, he got hit. Oh no, got, because I'm worried that might happen uh, a lot here uh, with him in game. So to me, expect a very rejuvenated and a very um, motivated first half from the Miami Dolphins. That's where I'm looking in this one. Marco D'Angelo, our resident Pittsburgh expert. Tell me your thoughts on the Steelers team in South Beach. Well, the Steelers haven't officially announced who's going to start at quarterback. Kenny Pickett left last week's game with a concussion. Mitch Trubisky came in, got the job done uh, for them against the Tampa Bay team that really at this point in time, watching them play last week, I'm not going to put a lot of stock in that win because the Tampa Bay team's got some problems and you got to wonder 
if it is more internally based where the rest of the players might be getting a little tired of the Tom Brady sideshow. Uh, it is becoming a distraction, but that's for another day. Let's talk about this game. I think it'll be Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Uh, going on the road Sunday night, uh, he's going to want a veteran quarterback in there. It's a good reason to keep Kenny on the bench, obviously because of the concussion. Uh, Kenny is a rookie. He's showing the growing pains. But this was the only scenario in which he could have brought Mitch Trubisky back after benching him a couple weeks ago at halftime uh, by injury, and he responded. So let's roll with the hot hand. However, he's going to be going into an even hotter hand in Miami. You didn't get to see the game last week, Kelly. Miami could have, should have covered that game last week. It was minus three turnovers that did them in. They lost by eight points with minus three on the turnovers. You know in the NFL, if you're minus three on the turnovers, you're generally going to lose a game, and you're generally going to lose it by more than one score. They didn't do that. They also put up 385 yards passing last week with all of the backup quarterbacks. I like their chances here against the the Pittsburgh defense. If they could do that against Minnesota's, they're going to have an even easier time against the Steelers. The Steeler defense is not the same without uh, T.J. Watt in the lineup. We've seen that. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick's been banged up as well. He's been out of the lineup. They are just a shell of themselves on defense. I'm going to go ahead and take Miami. Uh, I like Miami to win this by 10 points. But where I'm really going to have a lot of exposure with Miami, this line is sitting at that number of seven. You know what we're going to do. We're going to tease them down to one, just win the game. That's where I'm going to be at with Miami on Sunday night. All right. Well, Marco and I, and well, Joe even alluded to teasers. We're going to take a quick commercial break, talk to Ralph about some TNA and get right into those teasers. Marco D'Angelo is like a fine wine as he just gets better with age. Since 1980, Marco has been one of the industry's leading handicappers, and this year is no different. Marco is currently the number one handicapper at Wager Talk this season in college football in both winning percentages and money one, sitting at 27 and 15 for a net profit of 29 units. The rest of the college football season, including all the college football games, is $4.99. Last year, Marco was 13 and 4 in bowl games and for a net profit of 34 units. For a limited time, you can take $50 off that price when you use coupon code CFB50 making your final cost just $3.99. And for the first 10 who sign up, we have a free bonus, a $299 value, comp can do a 30-day all-access subscription that will include all of Marco's NFL, NBA, and NHL plays for free. Why do you want to bet with Marco in October? Last October, Marco was number one in the NFL at Wager Talk. His NFL plays went 14-7-2, netting 23 units. His NHL plays went 4-0, he was up eight units, and his NBA plays went 3-1, up four units. You'll want to hurry. This is a limited time offer. Welcome back to Bet On It. It's now time for the man with the pin. That's right, at Cal Sports LV, Ralph Michaels from wagertalk.com. Time for some TNA. Ralph, you've got six systems for me. Week seven of the NFL. Let's hear it. Well, Cal, the first one really isn't a system, it's just making you aware. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did you know this year, year to date, in the NFL, 61.3% of the games have gone under the total. We saw so much scoring last year. We've seen so many quarterbacks get injured this year. So if you blindly played every under this year, you have cashed 61.3%. And I know you, Kel, you love these dogs. In the NFL, away dogs this year have covered 57.4% against the spread. And dogs of four or more, either home dogs or away dogs, it doesn't matter, 67.4% of the time. Now we may see adjustments in that, but just sometimes we want to make you aware of the current flow of the NFL season. Well, let's see what happened last week. Huge favorite Tampa Bay goes down. Huge favorite Green Bay goes down. So of course I need to go to the database and see what happens when NFL teams lost as a favorite of seven or more. Well, teams like Green Bay and Tampa Bay in that role off a straight up loss as a favorite of seven or more going back to 2013, have covered 57.5% of the time. What happens when teams lost as a favorite of nine and a half or more, like Tampa Bay? Does that percentage increase? It does, 60.5% against the time. Now, I'm not a fan of Tampa Bay this week, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you one more subset, which is impressive, but a small sample size. If you lost as a double-digit favorite, and you're now a double-digit favorite this week, it's happened only 10 times since 2010. Those teams like Tampa Bay have gone a perfect 10-0 against the spread. So off a loss as a favorite of a touchdown or more, 57.5%. Off a loss as a favorite of 9.5 or more, 60.5%. And a double-digit favorite, and then a double-digit favorite again, 10 straight wins since 2010. Uh, This is a repeat, folks. I've probably used it two or three times, but it continues to win. I'll continue to share it. You're off an ATS win and a straight up win. You're facing an opponent off a straight up and ATS loss, and the lines are between the threes. Well, let's see. The Giants won and covered. Jacksonville lost and failed to cover. The lines between the threes, those teams like the New York Giants, 61 and 38, 62% of the time. Uh, It's a system that I give two check marks when I'm going through those NFL teams. It's a system, one of the rare ones that I usually won't play against it because I feel it makes sense and it's had such a strong sample size over such a long period of time. And one more side system, you play a small home favorite, off and away loss. And I threw out the last two weeks of the season because a lot of times you're resting people and the situation hasn't been that positive. So you're week 14 or less, you're a small home favorite off a road loss. So Jacksonville's a small home favorite, they lost at Indy. Sorry, Cal, Denver's a small home favorite that lost as well. The teams in that role, 15 and 44, 25.4, percent against the spread. So if you're off that road loss, you're a small home favorite like Jacksonville and Denver, those teams have only covered 25% of the time 
that following week. Be right back, Ralph. I'm going to go change my best bet for the show. <laughs> All jokes aside, uh, I know you've got two systems in regards to totals to finish us up here. Well, remember, we started this segment saying unders have hit 61% of the time this year, and both of these systems lean with underplays. So the first, this is a repeat as well, but when I find something that works, I want to remind you and let you know which plays are active. Two games ago, you won as an away dog. Last game, you won as, won as a dog, and now you're on the road. Who does that apply to? That's the Giants. They knock off Green Bay and London two weeks ago. They win last week. Now they're on the road at Jacksonville. 16 overs, 39 unders. That's a 70.9% play to the under. And oh yeah, by the way, it's happened seven times already this year. All seven have gone under the total. So that says to play the Giants are the team that it fits the system, but it says to play the Giants and Jags under the total. And one more underplay. You're off a win as a dog of six or more, and now you're a dog of six or more again. It's that simple. Two teams apply. Houston pulled the upset last week. They're a dog of six or more this week. Pittsburgh pulled the upset last week. They're a dog this week. Those teams, 19 overs, 51 unders. That's 72.9% against the spread. So it says to play Houston, Las Vegas, and Pittsburgh, Miami, both under the total. Good stuff from Ralph. As I mentioned, if you guys aren't following him on Twitter, at CalSportsLV, you are missing out on all the extra TNA. Thank you again, Ralph, and we will see you next week. All right, let's kick it back to Joe and Marco. And there's pretty much only two teasers available in that system, so let's see who they've got. The teasers finally started clicking for us last week, guys. It was about damn time. Those elusive underdogs of one and a half to two and a half points just weren't getting there over that touchdown, but they both did for us last week. That's where I'm headed back this week, Marco. Uh, we've already spoken about the Saints on Thursday night. Is that going to be one of your teaser legs? Uh, very well. Uh, you look at the lineup, that's the number to do it, Kelly. But we got a lot of choices this week, and I'm going to go with one that includes the Monday night game, and I'll explain why when I get to the second leg. The first leg of my teaser is the Indianapolis Colts, and this is a division game. This is a very important division game with a low total. We're looking at a total of 42 and a half. Yes, Tennessee beat them in the first meeting, but if you go back and look at that first meeting, they were minus three the Colts were uh, in turnovers in that game, and they only lost by seven. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts in this one, plus the points, get them up over the touchdown, get them to eight and a half points in a total of 42 and a half. That's where I am going to be for leg one. For leg two, I'm going to do New England, and I'm going to do them now. This line is sitting at eight right now. So that means we can get them down to two, get them through all of the key numbers. The reason I'm telling you on Wednesday to get your teasers in with New England now instead of waiting till later in the week is because the books are going to move this line. I expect it to go to nine to prevent the teasers. We call that the teaser blocker because if you move it to nine, you can only get to three with the six-point teaser, and that is not a plus EV play. 
there is going to be nobody that is going to want the Chicago Bears on Monday night against New England. So grab that teaser leg now, hook New England up with any of the uh, ones that are available. There are several uh, on the card this week that are proper teaser numbers. And then if you have to come on Monday, we talked about this on an earlier episode this season, you can do a little hedging on some Chicago plus money if you want to create a little or Chicago plus the eight, nine points, whatever it ends up at closing on Monday uh, for some middle opportunities. Hmm. Don't mind me. Just uh, trying to get some teaser bets in. (laughs) It's been a little while. I got to keep myself muted because I got a snoring French bulldog. I got a guy mowing his yard over here. uh, And there I am putting in bets. And I'm like, wait, Marcos, done. Joe mm-hmm. Ranieri. <laughs> well, uh, listen, my uh, one half of my uh, leg is uh, I'm with Marco on uh, on Indy. I think this is a, a good spot to hop on board at that two and a half, uh, tease it up to the eight and a half. Uh, I think that's where it is. I, I don't think a touchdown separates these two teams. Uh, so I think there's some value using Indy there at eight and a half. But the other side, I'm going to go with the team we just talked about in the game. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins. I am going to tease them down to just one point. Uh, Miami at home as a favorite uh, has been absolute uh, money here, guys. And again, we are going to get the best uh, the Dolphins have here. And again, it's not rocket science. Get the ball to Tyreek Hill. Um, They got the uh, running game going. And like Marco said, they essentially shot themselves in the foot in that game against Minnesota. I don't think we're going to get that. Very focused, very motivated Miami team uh, in primetime at night. To me, yeah, uh, they're going to win that game as if they all, like they usually do at night at home as a favorite. So Indy and Miami, uh, those are, that's going to be my teaser for the show. All right, a couple of different options on the teaser front. We are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, are you high? Mm. Have you checked out all the new handicappers at WagerTalk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all-access purchase at WagerTalk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep, covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose a handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase. Welcome back to Bet On It, and it's time for not a new segment, but still a newer segment, and it's Are You High? Where Joe tells us maybe a total's a little too high, or maybe it's not high enough. Joe, who is your Are You High total for call, or excuse me, for NFL Week Seven? Well, it's interesting. The last couple of weeks, um, it was uh, it was absolutely too high. I had to take a nap after the show, but. Uh, This week, we are not high enough, and I am looking at this Houston uh, Texans and Las Vegas Raiders game lying somewhere around 44.5 to 45, Uh, and we've got a couple of teams here coming off a bye week, which in the past has actually been pretty profitable to the over. But the reality is the Raiders at home – Prior to going it, they're averaging, I believe, over 26 and a half points in their home games over the last uh, couple. They really started to click offensively 
after McDaniel figured out the right combination of offensive uh, linemen. Not to mention that we're talking about a Houston Texans defense that is not great by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, they're averaging uh, over 415 yards a game. That's what the defense of Houston is giving up. But I do like the fact that they both have had a week off. I do anticipate, Cal, that we're going to get points in this game. The Raiders team total, 26 and a half, 27, somewhere in there. I like that up and over. I don't think that's high enough. And I do not, under any circumstances, think that 44 and a half or 45 points, that this is going to be some sort of uh, defensive struggle by any means. We're going to get points. This thing's going to land in the 50s. So uh, I am absolutely not high enough when it comes to the Raiders and Houston. Well, I am uh, too high because I am really hungry, and now I'm disappointed because I just saw Marco's notes. Why the hell is the deli closed, Marco? Oh! <laughs> One of the most profitable well, Kelly, segments we in We had a trap game. was the, the yeah. better situation this week, and it's kind of half a sandwich, but I couldn't call it an open-faced sandwich, which we've done that before because the look-ahead or look-from-behind was – last week we don't have the look ahead for next week so this is all about a carryover effect and that carryover effect is directly pointed at the kansas city chiefs when that schedule came out in the off season and they saw buffalo kansas city was playing each other once again you know everybody tabbed that game as the nfl game of the year you know that the bills and the chiefs circled their calendars right away that was a big game that everybody was going to point to. And it lived up to everything that we thought hype-wise. It came down to the final possession once again. The loser of a game like that too often has what I like to refer to as a hangover effect. Um, we use the phrase, lose the same game twice. You know, you come out, you're flat. Uh, you were pointed to that big game the week before. And that's what I think is going to happen to Kansas City. That's the situational part of this game. Let's look at the game itself. We got a 49er team that's going to be in an angry, foul mood. They went on the road last week. It was their second game in a row on the road. Uh, back east, they stayed there. We know that they've had good success with that in the past, but they laid an absolute egg uh, in Atlanta last week. And that's been my knock against the 49ers. When this team plays the good teams, they bring their A game every single time. But too often when they step down in class, uh, I think they feel they just got to show up and they're going to get a win. And that showed last week. It was an ugly performance. They had three turnovers. We talk about it all the time. You lose the turnover battle by two or three, you're going to lose the game. And that's what they did. Minus three in turnovers uh, to Atlanta. But they're back home. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They can put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. We saw what they did uh, the last home game, that Monday night game against the Rams. And let's be honest, as good as the Chiefs are, their defense is not. We saw them. Buffalo went up and down the field last week. So did Kansas City. Both teams shot themselves in the foot in the red zone. Uh, They could have had more scores. But look at the other games. They gave up 29 points to the Raiders, did Kansas City on that Monday night game, and they gave up 31 points to Tampa Bay the week before. I'm going to go ahead, take San Francisco, bounce back at home. Again, give me the better defense, getting points, home underdog. It's not a primetime game, but it's a featured game in the late games. I'll take the 49ers, 28-24, outright, little sprinkle. You got it all. That's my trap game of the week. Marco, Marco, Marco. That was so close to being my best bet for this week, but I just decided to put our viewers through some more pain and agony as if they haven't been subjected enough. Joe, I'm going to kick it to you now because Marco just gave me a barking dog, even though it was for a trap game. Mm-hmm. And it was a little, it was like, you know, a nice little field goal dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably my favorite one minus, uh, we'll look at the Lions. I don't know if they can win that game outright, but tell me, <laughs> You don't have a one-point underdog here for the Barking Dog segment, and I'll be a happy girl. I do not, Cal. I mean, in fact, uh, you just said it there. Uh, don't act like you're not taking my place, because you know you are. I'm going with the Lions. you got to be kidding me. I swear. Me. You I know it. Notes. I swear I looked at the notes for the college segment, but I did not look at your guys' yes. notes until I looked at Marco's and realized the deli was closed. I did not look all the way down since you're the last person to submit your plays to see what you had uh, for the Barking Dog. I am absolutely uh, going to Lions, and uh, it's pretty simple. It's because the Lions, usually off a bye, have been absolute uh, money. Now listen, they were shut out. Uh, We know they were shut out there against New England last time we saw them play, but uh, they were pretty banged up prior to that. They've got some of their pieces back, some of the weapons back there. Uh, the defense isn't great, but we're going to be getting an extremely rusty Dak Prescott. Um, I do think that if it's one thing Detroit has shown us over the uh, over the time here, guys, is that they are not, and I mean not, going to quit in any way, shape, or form. They are going to keep coming after you as many times as it takes, and... We've also seen them be able to score. And yes, I know the Dallas defense and all of the good to go, but you've got extra time now uh, to prepare for this Dallas team now uh, coming off the bye. And you've got Dallas who just went on the road and lost the game against that rival there uh, in the Philadelphia Eagles. And they lost it pretty handily too. So uh, it's a tough spot for Dallas. I do, however, like... Uh, I do like uh, Detroit to come out swinging and swinging often in this game, shocking the Cowboys, getting them a little bit flat in this one here. I would not sleep on the Lions getting a touchdown or a touchdown and a half at this particular point, Cal. Give me the Lions as my barking dog. I like it. I like it. 
touchdown underdogs in the NFL. Marco D'Angelo, do you have a touchdown underdog for me here? Nope. <laughs> I'm bringing Touch, one of those little Are there. you going pick them? <laughs> no, pick them. No, that's what I'm doing for my best bet. I can't, I'm still disgusted with myself. Uh, but in all seriousness, in college football, we have that rule, but NFL is a little difficult. Like finding these touchdown underdogs nope. is, is uh, far and few between. It is. And the one I'm going with, uh, we gave you a double dip here because I gave it to you in the teaser segment with Indianapolis. But I'm also going to take Indianapolis as my barking dog. Uh, this is a quick revenge game. They did play already, these two teams, just a couple weeks ago in Indianapolis. And to be honest, at the time, Indianapolis wasn't playing good football. Uh, they lost that game by seven. We talked about it minus three in the turnovers or you can't win games that way but let's look at this indianapolis colts team for as much as fun as we've made of them and how inept they've been they have now won and covered three of their last four games that lone game that they didn't cover was against the tennessee titans tennessee the only good thing i can say about them in this spot is they've had two weeks to prepare they're coming off their bye week but I'm looking at this team, and if you go back and look at what they did, Indianapolis, Matt Ryan, uh, minus the turnovers, did throw for 327 yards against Tennessee. This Tennessee team, uh, their defense is a big concern. Four straight games now, they've allowed quarterback, posing quarterback to throw for over 300 yards. Now, granted, one of them was Buffalo and Josh Allen. Uh, Derek Carr for the Raiders, Matt Ryan, who had not been playing well, but Washington threw for 342 yards against you, Carson Wentz, come on. Yeah, that's a concern for me. I'm going to go ahead, take Indianapolis in this one to get the job done. And this is a big game. It's a division game. And I know that. I hate to use the phrase must win, but Indianapolis knows that if they lose this game, in Tennessee, they're two and a half games behind early in the season. And with Tennessee then having all of the tiebreakers, that means they got to make up three games in the standings to win the division. Uh, this is as close to a must game as early in the season as you can get. I'm going with the Colts. They're in a groove. Let's take them. That is my barking dog. It's a small one, little chihuahua. But hey, if it's plus money, that's still a dog. That is some. I do. That is. <laughs> I was fully anticipating you going the Jets Joe's at a pick em. I thought for sure. The <laughs> Damn. This is what happens when you bring in somebody that used to be the producer on the show. Uh, All hell breaks loose. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, it's time for Prop Shop. Ooh. Marco D'Angelo is like a fine wine as he just gets better with age. Since 1980, Marco has been one of the industry's leading handicappers, and this year is no different. Marco is currently the number one handicapper at Wager Talk this season in college football in both winning percentages and money one, sitting at 27 and 15 for a net profit of 29 units. The rest of the college football season, including all the college football games, is $4.99. Last year, Marco was 13 and 4 in bowl games and for a net profit of 34 units. For a limited time, you can take $50 off that price when you use coupon code CFB50, making your final cost just 399 
And for the first 10 to sign up, we have a free bonus, a $299 value, you a 30-day all-access subscription that will include all of Marco's NFL, NBA, and NHL plays for free. Why do you want to bet with Marco in October? Last October, Marco was number one in the NFL at Wager Talk. His NFL plays went 14-7-2, netting 23 units. His NHL plays went 4-0, he was up 8 units. And his NBA plays went 3-1, up 4 units. You'll want to hurry, this is a limited time offer. Welcome back to Bet on It's Now. Time for Prop Shop with Ariel and Andy. Andy Lang at Bump Sports, Ariel Epstein at Ariel Epstein, both on Twitter. Make sure you give them a follow. But first, I have to give a public apology to Andy Lang. I think I mushed him on Monday's Bet on It. I said he was going for that first quarter's under sweep. Uh, some blown coverage, and that was all she wrote, Andy. But please give me an update on how these first quarter unders have been. Well, that was uh, the only loss that we had for that weekend. So <laughs> Good joke, Al. Good joke, Al. So, um, but no, Listen, overall, I just thought that... I'd give you some great promotion. It just, <sighs> it's, it's, it's all right. No good deed the goes unpunished. Okay. The, the season is, the season is long. You'll just take all of them this week instead, instead of just the one we're doing great. 22, 15 and two, that's 59 and a half percent for the season. Plus 12.58 units. We are on pace for this 35 units. So could not be happier with what's going on. We're really getting them dialed in. We now have a lot more stats to see who's good and who's bad early on. The The algorithm and the, the rules and the criteria that we use for this are changing every week. So we're out ahead of it. We're adjusting and it is going really good. So expect that every single week, the first quarter unders. Love to see it. Ariel Epstein had just an absolute blast yesterday in the Bronx. So she told me she hadn't really found anything for Sunday yet, but that's okay because she's got two best bets for us. Thursday night football. Ariel, give me the first one. First bet that I'm giving out for Thursday night football is the over 24 and a half receiving yards. You actually could probably find a 23 and a half still for the Saints tight end, Jawan Johnson. This actually was at 22 and a half about 30 minutes before we started recording. I've seen this number get as high as 26 and a half, some buyback. It's just fluctuating all over the place in the last hour. That's because the Cardinals allow the most receiving yards to tight ends. Every single week this season, the Cardinals have allowed for a tight end to go over 24 and a half receiving yards. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's been at least 30. I'm looking, yep, at least 34 receiving yards has been, that has been the minimum for the Cardinals to allow to a tight end. For this season, looking at Juwan Johnson, he has gone over this number a bunch of times. The only time he didn't, he had no receptions against Carolina. The thing is, Carolina is actually a top 10 defense against tight ends. The only time that against the bottom 10 defense against tight ends, that this number did not hit the over for Johnson was against Seattle. He had one catch for 13 yards. Otherwise, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta, Johnson went over these numbers and all those defenses, bottom 10 against tight ends. Go get this over of 24 and a half receiving yards, 25 and a half even for Jawan Johnson. Andy, I'm going to backtrack really quick before I get your Thursday night best bet, but you said that there's some prop trends that are changing in the marketplace. Kind of uh, let our audience know what you mean by that. 
Well, you have to get out in front of these. If you if you're a couple of weeks behind on these prop trends, uh, prop trends that are ch changing, you're going to accidentally bet some losers, even though you did some really good research. So you have to look at some of these teams and why some of the numbers are deceiving. First one, real quick, you got to be careful with the Cardinals. They're you know they lost Marquise Brown. They're gaining DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray has much better numbers with DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to take a wait and see approach with the Cardinals offense. I, 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 I'm just a little bit cautious with some of these. I would expect passing numbers to go up for Kyler Murray, but this is one that I'm not gonna jump on. So be careful and make sure you're researching the Cardinals properly before you play them. The San Francisco 49ers, the, their, their defensive numbers are going to be deceiving. They lead the league in yards allowed per play for the season at 4.2. They have incredible stats on defense for the season. And you used to just look at their opponents and take unders. Now, tons of injuries on defense. They got gashed by Atlanta, who ran the ball 40 times for 168 yards. Now they get Kansas City this week. And then the Rams, who are going to be fresh coming off of a bye. The 49ers' defensive numbers do not reflect what this defense is now. Look at overs on their opponents now. And also take a look at Jeff Wilson unders. He is not the pass-catching back on that team and they might be chasing points, especially against Kansas City. It might be limiting his carry, so be careful with 49ers' defensive numbers. They're, they do not reflect who this defense is now. The Bears' passing game, we're seeing this one change. Justin Fields, in his first three games of the season, he averaged 7.6 completions per game, 15 attempts per game, and 99 yards passing per game. His last three, big uptick, 13.3 completions, 23.3 attempts, and 190.6 yards passing per game. You might have a really small window to get some overs on Justin Fields before the books totally adjust, but he's going over, not necessarily under like he used to. And finally, got to look at the Colts passing game. Listen, Matt Ryan just looked so bad against Jacksonville and Kansas City in weeks two and three. But since then, he's thrown for 251 yards, 356 yards, and 389 yards his last three games. That 251, that was against Denver. That's an elite pass defense. Pierce is emerging for them. I think the return of Taylor and Naeem Hines should help the offense as a whole. Five of their six games have been one-score games, so the game script is good for him. They get Tennessee, and they get Washington the next two games. The Colts' passing game could be sneaky for some overs. So take a look at those prop trends. Make sure you know if the numbers reflect where these, these passing games and these defenses are right now. Andy, that was a lot to unpack. I'm going to have to go back and uh, rewrite my notes because I just wrote that like faster than when I do TNA with Ralph. Errol Epstein, give me your second best bet for Thursday Night Football. Second best bet is an under, finally. I feel like I haven't given one of those out in a while on this show. Under 47 and a half receiving yards for the Cardinals tight end Zach Ertz. The Saints have actually allowed for the fourth least amount of passing yards to touchdown, uh, receiving yards to touchdowns. Uh, to tight ends, I can't speak. Anyway, this is what you get when the sports equinox is happening tomorrow. Zach Ertz has not gone over this number against any of the teams that he's faced that are top 10 against tight ends. Even last season, he struggled with this, especially because now you're going to get back a wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, for the Cardinals. So congratulations to everybody like me who has him sitting on your bench for six weeks. Tight ends against New Orleans, only one has gone over this throughout the entire season, and that was Noah Fant, three receptions for 49 yards. You just saw that Zach Ertz had a big week last week. Um, so I would say that this is a good sell high spot for Zach Ertz because the defensive matchup 
plus the addition of Hopkins coming back, could allow for him to have under 47.5 receiving yards, and you're already seeing it drop, so go grab it today or as soon as you see this instead of waiting it out because you don't want this number to get any lower. Wait, wait, wait. Now before I let you go, I got to know, what is a sports equinox? It's when all four main sports go on on the same day. It doesn't really happen very often, but it happens, I think, once a year. So we've got hockey, basketball, baseball, and football all happening Thursday. Wow. Learn something new every single day here on Bet On It. Andy Lang's mind is blown. Hopefully he still has uh, some brain cells left to give me his best bet for Thursday night. I'm going to go with a team prop here, and I'm going to go with the Saints over nine and a half for their team total in the first half. Arizona has only held one team under this total this season. That was Seattle, who scored nine first half points. The Cardinals give up an average of 14.8 points per first half. That's second worst only to the one and only Detroit Lions. Andy Dalton, unfortunately, Kelly, Andy Dalton has been starting, not Jameis Winston. Wah, wah. So Dalton has started three games in a row. His first start, he only scored seven points in the first half. Then you see him calm down and get into the offense. The next two starts, he went over this total, scoring 17 in the first half against Seattle, 20 in the first half against Cincinnati. Chris Olave is a go tonight. I don't trust this Cardinals defense at all. You only need a touchdown and a field goal to get over this. Two touchdowns easily gets over. Give me the Saints over nine and a half in the first half. I like to hear that. Thank you to Ariel and Andy. Make sure you guys are following both of them on Twitter. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, it's time for those best bets. You're a winner. Wager talk even before the game is played with our wager rewards program. How does it work? Simple. Earn wage rewards on every purchase made at Wage Talk and Sports Memo. Those wager rewards can be converted into wager bucks on the first of every month. There is no additional fee to participate and no additional details are required outside your valid Wager Talk or Sports Memo membership. On the first of each month, 5% of your wage rewards will be converted to wager bucks, which are available to purchase on all future purchases. Doesn't it feel good to be part of a rewards program with no additional hoops? Welcome back to Bet On It. It's now time for. NFL Week 7 Best Bets. Per usual, I am up first. And I, for one, would like to congratulate those New York Jets. J-E-T. Give me a fucking break, Joe. Your team is 3-0 against the spread on the road, and everybody wants to give them the Lombardi. First of all, traveling back-to-back weeks in a row is tough. Fine. Aaron Rodgers looked absolutely abysmal last week in Green Bay. But guess what he doesn't have? That's right, this Denver defense. And this is the only nice thing I'm going to say about this Denver team because Russell Wilson is getting away with highway robbery. It does look like he will be a go, but this defense, this defense is what I'm willing to back. This line opened three, and that's where it should have been. But the whole world wants to back this New York Jets team by all means. Four games with 17 points or less. That's what this defense has given up. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see here. Last year when these two met, Zach Wilson threw two picks. So look for an interception from everyone's favorite son. That being said, I got to take Denver in a pick situation. I feel sick about it. I don't really love this week's card. It was between them, Joe's Lions, and Marco's Niners. But I got to go gross. And that, this is gross. When are we going to see Russell have a breakout game? We may not. The good news is, is we don't need a lot from Russell. We need some turnovers and, uh, yeah, some Brandon McManus field goals here. Joy, I can't wait to punish myself 
once again on a Sunday. Marco D'Angelo, who is your best bet in the NFL this week? Well, Kelly, I'm going to be a little more professional. You know, when I give an ugly team, we get one of your faces <laughs> when I give you an ugly one. I'm, I'm going to just sit here and smile and say, good pick, Kelly. I like it. That's a great pick. I couldn't talk you into Denver on Monday night whenever I liked them plus the points against the Chargers. You know, you said, you know. Marco, you I know what I had on Monday? I sat right there in that group chat, and I said, okay, so we're going to take the under? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I did. How can I not? Okay. I'll be I there not? with you. You know, I'm a team player. I'm going to. Oh, no. Maybe an ugly one myself. I never thought I'd be saying the words Jacksonville and best bet. And I never thought I'd be saying laying points with them. But that's Ooh. just what I'm going to do here against the New York football giants. Last week, we were all over the Giants. We loved the spot they were in. Yeah, they were coming back from London. While some people perceived that as a bad spot, I didn't. I thought they were going to bring that momentum home. They were playing a Baltimore team that was in a horrible scheduling spot. You had Baltimore off the Sunday night win against the division rival when they rallied to win at the end on a Tucker field goal. And they had another division game on deck against the Cleveland Browns this week. No such case for the Giants here. After the trip to London, back home and get that upset win. They're going right back out on the road. Got to go to Florida and face Jacksonville. I am going to take Jacksonville in this game. And yes, I know Jacksonville's lost their last three games. The one game that was inexcusable was the Houston game, losing 13-6. to and that was their last home game. So they've had that to look at. But guys, let's be honest. They played three road games in four weeks. Now they're back home. They're going to start a little run playing here at home. I'm going to take them in this game. They were back and forth last week with Indianapolis. Uh, they lost the game. Yeah, it could have went either way. It was a coin flip. They led for three and a half quarters, to be honest with you. Uh, until Indianapolis got the go-ahead score late. I'll take them to bounce back, and I got a stat for you. In the NFL, home teams where the line is plus three to minus three after three or more consecutive losses against the spread when playing an opponent on a two or more game against the spread winning streak, if you blindly play on those teams in the NFL, this is a league-wide stat, how about 22 and 5 against the spread the last 10 years in the NFL? I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's make some money with the Jags on Sunday. Mm. That's ballsy, Marco. That is ballsy. I hate that game, but God, it is uh, laying points with the Jags. That's, uh, that's a tough one. Joe Ranieri, are you going to make it? Three for three of disgusting bets for this Sunday? No, you, your two bets were total ass. Uh, that was just disgusting on every level. I can't even believe the words were coming in. And you ripped my Jets and you're back in Mr. Hemorrhoid? You got to be kidding me. All right, listen, <laughs> I am going the other way here, guys, because I don't care come hell or high water. Tom Brady is not losing 
to Carolina. You want to talk whoa, about whoa, a game? Whoa, 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 whoa. You are laying double digits on the road? You have the audacity. Right. I am doing it. Tampa Bay has won the last four against Carolina. You ready for this? Straight up in ATS, guys, by an average of 22 points per game. They are 8-2 and two against teams that have lost at least three games in a row or more. And let's face it, this team is hot trash. Kristen McCaffrey is packing his bags for Buffalo. Uh, nobody has any clue as to whether or not they're going to be there a week from now. Not to mention they are averaging roughly eight minutes less time of possession per game than they were one this time last year. And they sucked last year. But now the defense, which was supposed to be the strong part, is on the damn field eight minutes more every game. Absolutely not. Tom Brady may have all sorts of stuff going on, may not have looked right last week as a favorite on the road. He's on the road, yes. But my ass, he ain't winning this game by at least two, two touchdowns. Give me Tampa, lay it, and get it done with. This has got 32-10 written all over it. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Bucks to get right. Joe, I don't blame you wanting to fade the Carolina Panthers, but apparently we haven't seen the TikTok uh, thing going around about Giselle being a witch. Tom Brady might Ooh. just be cursed. We're well, going to take our light last some sage. break. Light some sage. <laughs> Let's go. We got a game He's to like win. He's saging the locker room. Uh, also, you should actually mail him some sage because you can't buy your own. Fun fact, Joe Ranieri. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we come back. It's time for the recap. Marco D'Angelo is like a fine wine as he just gets better with age. Since 1980, Marco has been one of the industry's leading handicappers, and this year is no different. Marco is currently the number one handicapper at Wager Talk this season in college football in both winning percentages and money one, sitting at 27 and 15 for a net profit of 29 units. The rest of the college football season, including all the college football games, is $4.99. Last year, Marco was 13 and 4 in bowl games and for a net profit of 34 units. For a limited time, you can take $50 off that price when you use coupon code CFB50, making your final cost just $3.99. And for the first 10 who sign up, we have a free bonus, a $299 value, comping you a 30-day all-access subscription that will include all of Marco's NFL, NBA, and NHL plays for free. Why do you want to bet with Marco in October? Last October, Marco was number one in the NFL at Wager Talk. His NFL plays went 14-7-2, netting 23 units. His NHL plays went 4-0, he was up 8 units, and his NBA plays went 3-1, up 4 units. You'll want to hurry, this is a limited time offer. Welcome back to Bet On It, and now I just realized we should be adding the Prop Shop Best Bets on this graphic, except we have no room. Look at how many recaps we've got here. New Orleans at Arizona Thursday night, Arizona minus 2 for Marco. I lean the other side, but I'm going to take the Saints in a teaser. Joe says, don't overthink it. These primetime unders have been money, particularly in the first half. Pittsburgh, Miami. Joe says, lay it in the first half with Miami, minus three and a half. Marco's going against his favorite team and laying the seven with Miami. Teasers, Indianapolis for both guys. Joe is going to cheat a little bit and take Miami, minus one. And Marco says, hurry up and get New England uh, down to minus two because they will be protecting themselves in that one. Are you high? Well, apparently the game in Las Vegas is not high enough. Joe says, take Houston, Las Vegas over 45. And the trap game, that's right, was in contention for being my best bet, but I apparently wanted to go grosser. 
San Francisco plus three and a half is a barking dog and so is the Colts plus two and a half and while I don't know if Detroit's going to win in Dallas they may be able to spring that upset according to Joe Ranieri so take them plus the seven and a little sprinkle on that money line as far as best bets go I apologize in advance yeah I'm taking the pick them with the Denver Broncos at home against America's darlings the Jets Marco says lay it with Jacksonville over the Giants and maybe or maybe not Giselle's a witch but Joe Ranieri doesn't care. He's taking Tampa Bay on the road. Minus 11 in the most square play I've ever seen him take. Mm-hmm. My, oh my, what a week in the NFL. From myself, Joe, Marco, Andy, Ariel, Rally. and Ralph. College Ralph football, Marco. 50. <laughs> Marco, this is an NFL segment. Why do I need to read your yes. college football? Hold yeah, on. Because they get Marco. NFL free. Get all of Marco's. Oh, oh, oh wait, oh, NFL fifty? Right. No, they get college football fifty. They get the rest of the college football season, and then they get thirty day all access, which oh. all access would oh. include NFL plays. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I didn't get that memo. You know, this is why we have Ruby do the commercials because I suck so bad at them. Marco, <laughs> college football 50, CBF 50, get $50 off the rest of Marco's college football package. That's $449. The first 10 people, I got to do that asterisk, Marco. The first 10 people get 30 days all access for free, 99 All right, guys, it was a week. It was a hell of a week. I'm stressed out. I'm sweating. I should not have wore a sweater today. Joe's over there making it rain. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I've got to film The Hustle in an hour, and I am not mentally prepared for those idiots yet. (sighs) And you guys just laugh at me. And this is now the show. I can't even end the show because you guys are laughing at me. Uh, Good luck this week, everyone. We love you so much. Make sure you hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't already, even though we already hit that 100,000 mark. Johnny Detroit's got his eyes set on 1 million now. Now we've got a lot more work to do until next week, Monday. I don't know what the hell Joe Ranieri's doing. Let's bet on it.